0: Hey, this show is recommended for folks 18 and older. It contains foul language and frank depictions of sex and sexuality. Thanks for tuning in to The Broads and the Bees. Enjoy the show! Welcome back to another episode of The Broads and the Bees. I'm Morgan Spatola. And I'm Joy Sass. And we are returning to butt stuff. (laughs) But this time we're talking specifically about one special organ. So we're talking about the prostate this episode. And it's not in the butt, but you can access it. By doing butt stuff. And so that's what we're going to talk all about. So excited. (laughs) I am too. I love talking about the prostate. That's like my area of expertise, I feel like. Oh, cool. I don't know. Like, I just feel like that. And also, (laughs) when I was a senior in high school, actually, I had to do a um, in-depth
1: research study report on the male reproductive system. Well, no, wait. Was that by choice or by... Um, like told, were you told to do it or did you choose to do it? Kind of.
0: So, (laughs) so basically we had to pick one like body system or whatever for my healthcare class. And my first choice was the women's reproductive system because my mom was pregnant at the time. So I was going to use her for my case study. It was like totally perfect. And then some bitch, got it instead even though i told her i said my mom is pregnant i really want to do this and she took it instead because she wanted to be a nurse or whatever and so then i got (laughs) stuck i got stuck with the male reproductive system but the good news is i learned a lot about it at 17 and so you know it's fun it's a fun thing to talk about so we're gonna talk about that Prostate. What is it? So I'm going to be talking about basically just what it is and what it does and where it is. And then Joy, you're going to tell us about all the fun things to be had with prostate stimulation. Yes, 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 yes. So um, simply put, the prostate is a gland in the male reproductive system. Uh, and as every single article in the entire world will remind you, it is walnut size. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like literally, I don't know, like I was reading through as I was doing my research for this episode. and I was just like, OK, we get it. It's the size of a walnut. I understand. I don't know why walnut like I feel like there's other things that are walnut size. Like you could say ping pong ball size, maybe or something else like why are we so set on walnut to describe the prostate
1: I, I wonder if it's also because um like walnut size is a very particular size that's I think. true so ping pong is a little bigger and then if you say cashew then like, like you know, <laughs> no so one I knows th- what that is so i think people know most people know what a walnut size like and it's kind of walnut
0: shaped a little bit too because mm-hmm. it has like a like it's rounded on the top and then it has an apex it comes to a, a not a point, it's not pointy, but it comes to a taper. Mm-hmm. So, so I get it. But yeah, every anywhere you look, they will remind you that it is walnut size. So, keep that in mind.
1: It also could be an indicator if it is engorged or inflamed. That's or- true that it's, like, if it is the size of a ping pong ball, that that might be a concern that you might need to address. So I think that that's kind of, like, why... Well, I
0: also feel like people that are looking it up aren't looking up 15 to 20 articles like we do. So maybe it's just annoying if you're looking at just a lot of information as opposed to, like, the one article you might read if you're curious. So exactly. But that was just my my gripe. Anyway, so (laughs) it's located in... I guess, near the rectum, and you can feel it about two to three inches inside the rectum. If you, if you insert your finger, you can feel kind of like, it's not like a hard spot, but like, you'll know when you touch it because there's nerves there, um, that, you know, it feels different. Um, it is just below the bladder in the body. And uh, yeah, again, size of a walnut when it's healthy. Um, actually, I wrote chestnut here, so I think chestnut is another nut that we can okay um, compare it
1: to. Those are about the same size, chestnuts and walnuts. Okay, so yeah, like chestnuts. are Not in my. I'm from Arizona. Yeah, I don't chestnuts. know. Yeah, oh, a, I yeah. had okay. I had to think back on that. Like, no, we roast them on an open fire. <laughs> exactly.
0: That's all I know about <laughs> chestnuts. Um, so the urethra, um, which is what carries your urine, it runs through the center of the prostate. The reason for that is because the urethra. In the male reproductive system, it carries urine, but it also carries semen. So the prostate contributes to um, semen production. And during um, sex slash ejaculation, the prostate secretes prostatic fluid. It's a great name for it, the yeah. fluid that comes from the prostate. Um, and the fluid uh, basically just nourishes and protects the sperm so that the sperm can uh, travel through the vagina uh, without getting harmed by the acidic environment there. So it's that's all it does. The prostate just makes food fluid for the sperm <laughs> is yes. pretty much it. So it is also milky or like whitish in appearance and it's slightly alkaline. Um, you know, so alkalinity versus acidity, it, it neutralizes the acidic environment in the vagina. The sad thing about the prostate is that it can become inflamed. So like we said, when it's healthy, it is chestnut and or walnut sized. It can become inflamed and get bigger. Um, and that basically, what that means is that it'll swell for whatever reason, or it will just have a buildup of unreleased fluid, and that'll cause it to grow in size. So this can lead to um, painful and different, difficult urination. Um, so that's like a symptom. Is like if you're having trouble urinating or stopping and starting a lot, like that could be your prostate. Um, it is painful, or it can make ejaculation really painful. And then you can just have like a pain in the groin area in general, because like, you've got this thing growing and pressing on everything else, it's not going to be very comfortable. Um, Over time, in older um, people who have penises, the prostate can become enlarged. um, And this is called benign prostatic hyperplasia. So that's really common. So just because the prostate gets enlarged, I think we always think of like, oh, no, prostate cancer. But it's not always cancer. Sometimes it's just it just gets enlarged when you get older. And that's just something that happens. But the good news is it can be prevented yes. and cured. The yeah. prostatic hyperplasia can. The cancer, I don't, I'm not yeah. going to... This is not a cure for cancer. Nope. I don't want to nope. even talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> nope. But we can fix the prostatic hyperplasia and we can
1: prevent the prostatic hyperplasia. And it's a lot of fun to do so. Yes. So why yes. don't you tell us all about it? Okay, so... Um, we're going to talk about prostate milking, and basically it is the process of inserting a finger um, in that will touch into the prostate and then touches the gland and then massaging that area, mm-hmm. and um, it, it feels good. Um, and you can do it by yourself or you can do it with a partner. So we're going to talk about first some of the preparations for it, which is definitely before you start, you want to have short nails. Um, there's very fine tissue in the prostate that can just gently be torn and you don't want that. It's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So that'll like make the process uncomfortable. So you definitely want to tissue in the rectum. Rectum. Yes, Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Apologize. But you want to make sure you wash your hands. Mm -hmm. Um, very clean good to go and then um, you also want to cut your nails wash your hands and i think that's about it for the preparation you can wear gloves um, you too can wear gloves if you too. really yeah. want to yeah so you can yeah. wear gloves um, if you choose to and a little bit of lubricant you want don't want to use a lot but a little bit of lubricant because you're going into an area that does not give its own lubrication yes, so you don't, good want call. It, don't want you don't want the process to be uncomfortable is it safe yes it is safe to do it is There is some controversy out there of whether or not people should be doing it or Hmm. not, which I thought was interesting. But I didn't um, know that. Yeah, they're saying that um what I read was that that they're they're not saying that it can cause a problem, but it people doing it too rough can cause um some injury in to the prostate. Right. So So the problem lies
0: in just not having like the right technique. Yeah, the right technique. yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. That makes sense.
1: So then um, we're going to talk about like how to do the prostate massage. Cool. So the first thing you're going to do is make sure everything's clean. You have your nails cut. You have gloves on. If you're going to choose to use a gloves. you can do this solo by yourself or you can have a partner help you do this process Um, because it does it can't it can be medical, but it also can become sexual at the same time. I
0: feel so. like it would be easier to have a partner help you just because, like, I'm... Right now, I'm thinking about putting my hand mm-hmm. back there and trying to hit a certain mm-hmm. spot. Uh, right. That seems like it would be hard. It was, and if you're not flexible, you know, like, I don't yeah. know, or you got back pain, like, it seems like
1: it would be uncomfortable, so... Well, I think that the reason why I'm just, I'm saying both is because the first try for certain people who are identifying as male with penises that... It may be an ego issue. It may yeah. be an issue of I don't like I don't usually have people back there, so let me see what that's going right. to feel like. Right? Yeah, so, and that makes sense because yeah. it is a
0: vulnerability issue, yeah. and I, yeah. I I feel like for myself, I wouldn't be comfortable like the first time doing something like that, being like, "Hey, partner, like come over here and just right go for it." Like yeah. I want to have a good handle on it
1: first. And then <laughs> there's also knowing your own body, right. so that if you do have a partner help you, you can go, okay, this is how far. One knuckle in and check in with me, you know, like (laughs) whatever you need, like knowing your own body first. Absolutely. Um, So begin by stroking the penis until it is erect or semi-erect and your arousal level is six, not, so at a scale from one to 10, you want your arousal level to be about a six. Okay. And then you're going to apply lube around the anus with your Mm finger. So you're going to do that. And then the next thing is you're going to insert your index finger slowly to the first knuckle, and then you're going to begin to start masturbating. And then you're going to pull the finger out and then reapply lube again and go Mm -hmm. back into that. So you're going to continue to masturbate, replace the finger in your anus, and this times up to the second knuckle. So you're gradually increasing till you have your index finger inserted in your... So you're going to repeat this until you reach the third knuckle, okay. basically.
0: So the reason for masturbating and being aroused during that, is that because... It
1: builds up the fluid. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, that makes sense. I was going to say also, because usually if you are doing anal play, um, being aroused actually helps relax the, the sphincter too. Yes. So um, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. That helps build
1: up the fluid. Okay, okay. cool. Um, and then once the finger is fully inserted, Search for a rounded lump roughly about four inches inside of the rectum and up towards the root of the penis. This is your prostate. Okay. Okay. So I can imagine so that. So those with, with with all the all the body parts to do this with, <laughs> I, I think you know what I'm saying. If not t- like you try it us out email. if you don't know. Try it out let <laughs> yeah. me know. And then you're gonna gently massage the prostate in a circular or back and forth motion using the pad of your finger. So again, the importance of a cut net fingernails so that you're using the pad of that finger Mm -hmm. and you can also apply pressure for seven to 10 seconds again with the pad of the finger rather than the tip and then you're going to repeat this until you actually do orgasm
0: cool Okay. Yeah, because um, you can come to orgasm just from prostate stimulation
1: alone. You can do it with yourself. You can do it with another person. Mm-hmm. It has medical and like sexual, like feel good benefits. Yeah, to it. absolutely. Um, but I think that I had an interesting thought as we were doing this is that I wonder if now that we're becoming more of a sex positive society, mm-hmm. if prostate cancer is going to start to decrease. Oh. Because there's a whole generation of hmm. men out there that still have masturbation shame. Even though they masturbate, yeah. they have masturbation shame. Right. I, I think that we are going to have a new generation of people who are more prostate health. Uh-huh. aware because I think that like when we were like when I was working at the shop that p- men would come in like heads down like my doctor said I need to do this yeah and I think that having like when we start having conversations about it that it's not okay to feel ashamed like yeah we feel shame, you feel ashamed but it's it's natural yeah but we're I think that what we're doing is we're counteracting um like systemic shame about the penis and yeah. that the penis is only supposed to do one thing, which is to make babies. Yeah. It's not a place of pleasure. And like, like just looking historically at masturbation and men, men are doing it now. And I think that it's going to save their lives and it's also pleasurable. And it does. It, it makes you have to deal with your judgment about what is sex? Mm -hmm. What does sex look like? Mm -hmm. And what is really, what is pleasurable for me Mm -hmm. in that arena? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Normally in this section of the show, we would review a product.
1: Yes, we would.
0: (laughs) But as previously stated, neither Joy nor I have prostates. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> we wanted to do a prostate product. So we have enlisted uh, one of our dear friends to who does have a prostate to uh, review a toy of his choosing and report back to us. Um, and so at this point in time, he has not yet reported back and we'll be checking in with him, uh, later on this week. And you, uh, dear listeners will be getting some bonus content nice. of his review. So just keep an eye out for that. A little bonus episode, um, of, uh, our friend Max's prostate toy review and also podcast debut. I don't think he's ever been on a podcast. So that'll be fun. Yeah. It'll it'll be fun to
1: have him. I I love his voice. So it'll be fun to hear his voice when we listen to it. Oh, that'll be
0: fun. So we've got our regular old uh, position of the day deck today, and I am going to pick a card. I like the look of this one. Huh. All right. <laughs> oh, I get it. Okay. So this one is called "A Bird in the Hand." Dot. 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 Hmm. And you know is worth two in the bush. And oh, okay. I. And okay. so if you look at it. This person does have two hands in the bush of their partner. So I think that's pretty funny. So this is a penetrative position. Now on the card, it shows a, a man and a woman, but I think that this could absolutely be turned into a pegging situation um, where one partner wears a harness and, you know, one is penetrated. Or it could be, you know, two two penis havers doing this. And I think it would be a great way to stimulate the prostate through sex. Yeah, I um, do too. If we look at it. So the two people are sitting on just the edge of something. Or sh- it kind of looks like they're straddling something.
1: Well, I don't... They have to be sitting on the edge of something only because like, I guess they could straddle. But I don't know what
0: you would even sit on
1: because this, this you could do this on the edge of the bed. Yeah. So that I don't, yeah, I think so. They're sitting on the edge of, I don't know, the bed
0: or a table or whatever. And, um, the penetrating partner, um, is sitting on the bottom and the partner that is being penetrated sits on top. And so is entered, you know, from behind. They both have their legs, you know, kind of facing down. And then, um, the, Penetrating partner wraps their arms around the receiving partner um, so that they can put two hands in the bush. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So yeah, what do you think of that? I I see the exact same thing. I think it actually would be kind of fun. Like it seems like it. it looks it doesn't look so um like um taxing like I don't yeah. know I don't know that that may not be the word but it, it looks like it's like easy to do right. it looks like if you have like some physical limitations that it also might be easy to do uh-huh. um that it's not necessarily um because you could actually lean up against something if you need it yeah. to um with that position you could do it in a chair um, so, yeah, I actually really like this position. I think it's inclusive for a lot yeah. of different abilities. I
0: think so, too. Yeah, I think it just looks pretty like chill and it looks kind of intimate, like even though you're not facing each other, like, you know, the one partner has their arms wrapped around the other one. So you kind of feel like embraced and mm-hmm. and held. And so it looks like it might be like a very intimate feeling Definitely. Um, position.
1: Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. Have fun. The cool. bird in the hand. A bird in the hand. I really, I'm really happy to be in this time and space where um, we are able to openly talk about sex and that penis havers are able to talk about sex. I think that there's been a lot historically about what it means to be a man. Mm -hmm. And we have this world now where we're really like exploring what that looks like. Mm And I think looking at your sexuality through how you do self-care mm-hmm. is one of the last frontiers for um, penis-having folks. Yeah. Um, is that, like, what is my sexuality and how do I embrace my sexuality and how do I care for my se- sexuality? And I think, you know, caring for the prostate is caring for your sexuality and mm-hmm. for your total well-being. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really proud of our four, the people that are taking this on. Mm-hmm. Is what I kind of wanted to. Yeah, I feel so like, yeah. I don't just know, if in- offering
0: t- up a blessing for all those folks that are going on that journey of mm. figuring out what self-care and sexuality look like hand in hand.
1: Yeah cool. yeah. cool. Nice. I love that. This
0: concludes our episode this week of The Broads and the Bees. I want to thank everybody so much for listening. Uh, we Always have a really good time here. <laughs> um, yes. I want to give a big shout out to uh, the Scavengers Network for having us on. Um, if you want to check out more shows by them, uh, give a shot to Side Character Quest, which is a D&D podcast. Um, if you don't like uh, Dungeons and Dragons, then maybe try Insanely Haunted, which is a show about um, a ghost hunting show. Uh, if you don't like ghost hunting shows, maybe try, uh, historical hotties, which is a show about all of the sexiest people from history. So those are three options. And if you don't like those, then maybe just stick with us and that's <laughs> fine. Um, so yeah, go check them out. Um, as always join us on Twitter at broads and bees and, um, that's going to be it for me. We will see you next week. Once again, I've been Morgan Spatola and I'm Joy Sass. Have a happy, healthy, sexy week.
1: the scavengers network creator driven
0: community focused
1: treasured content do you wish your life was a little more spooky well what the heck hello
0: everyone my name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff.
1: Tall Tales.
0: Although we went to dinner last night and you told the lady on our wait list that our name was Kradge. Was it Cradge?
1: Creepy cryptids. Poor
0: pizza rat. Pizza rat is pizza and a rat.
1: Yeah, it's double delicious. He's a rat
0: with pizza. It's like, yeah. oh man.
1: Thank God there hasn't been a corndog rat.
0: Where you'd be eating that? I rat. Think,
1: you know what? I think in my defense, if someone was like, "You ate a live rat," I'd say, "Well, it was holding a perfectly good corn dog." <laughs> Monstrous goofs.
0: Well, you could probably just put a video because, like, our tombstones will probably just be like videos replaying. They'll be like memes or oh gifts. My, yeah. Our tombstones will probably just be gifts.
1: That's that's play. one of the coolest things you've ever said. <laughs> <A> spooky spot. <spell.
0: laughs> sorry there's something stuck in my throat that whole time. spooky spouses a part of the scavengers network and Vidi space new episodes every Monday wherever you get your podcasts.